0: the Bihar What a special privilege it is for me to appear in this holy base of Knesses, which has been led by Rabbi and rebertson Yudin And to be able to join this evening which began with a special tribute to a special individual which continues with words of Torah on important topics my full topic, what I do versus what I am job, family, community, Torah and mitzvahs what defines me? let's talk it was just last week when I asked a question concerning a new chasun and I said what does he do? honest enough question simple question what does he do? The response was, he's a bentorah, and earns a living as an accountant. That was a very heartwarming response. His definition, what defines me, is a bentorah. The job, an accountant. Unfortunately, not everyone realizes this. Some will define themselves as accountant, doctor, lawyer, whatever, and fail to describe themselves as a Ben or Bas Torah. The rabbis have taught us: "Masechtah Brachos, Lam and Hamid Beis." That yes, it's important for a person to earn a livelihood. <coughs> By and large, with rare exceptions, we are required, as it says in Shulchan Aruch, to get a job to have parnasa. But the expression of the Gemara there is: "Those who make quote toros and ikar or molach and the Torah was the main thing. The malacha, the work, is something which is somewhat secondary. And in this way, both the Torah and the Parnasa will be lasting. And it's called and and Kufnun Vav Sif How do you define our roy? The Mishnah Brura seems to say it's defined. Qualitatively, a person should work in order to earn a livelihood. In his words, it's a very interesting words that they used. It comes really from Bava originally. Should work only quote for hechreach amiti sheyev shebel Odo." For it's absolutely necessary; you simply cannot do without. It's a hard concept for us to swallow. People these days make a, as much money as they can make. They don't, as it used to be done in the old years, a person went to business on Sunday, needed money for the week, you knew how much you needed. If it took him until Friday, so be it. If you made it all on Sunday, okay, it's closed for the week. We went back to Miss Medrash. That's how it was in certain parts of Europe. These days, I don't know too many people like that. Interestingly, the Sharatian, footnote of the Mishnah Brewer says that when we describe this Hechreach, it's called Echad Lefi Erko. Every person according to his situation. And of course, it's hard to judge oneself. There's a remarkable line in Sharatyan, and I quote A person should imagine imagine he had accepted a responsibility to feed and clothe his friend quote Lefierko obviously try to keep the number down just imagine in your head next time you think about how much you need just imagine if you would be supporting someone else with what he needs interesting in any event this seems to be quantitative how many hours must you put into work to make as much money as you need fine may I suggest that it's qualitative as well it's not just a matter of how much time is spent in the office and how much time is spent with a, with a safer. it's more than that you know I tell my Talmudim all the time most of them are going to be going to work and in terms of sheer hours they'll be spending more time in the office than with their Torah studies how much time? so Mr. Brewer writes in the previous sermon Simon kufnun Kufnon Hay Sifkat and Gimel the Balabatim in his day learned in Nebuch only three to four hours a day only now, why did he use the word only? sounds like a lot to me because the Rambam has a different schedule the Rambam in Heuchel's Talmud Torah says a person has to make a living he's the one who's most famous the person shouldn't be learning all the time the person should be financially independent should be able to find a way to earn a livelihood but how much time in a day does he give you the Rambam? three hours a day so if there's there approximately 12 hours of the sport. you have to sleep 8 hours, says the Rambam. How much am I of to follow that Rambam? You sleep 8 hours. And a few hours for, your, for davening and for eating and for other personal needs. Let's say there are 12 hours left. So the Rambam says, you learn 9 and you work 3. I've told my Talmudian, I took on myself a little bit hard. I'll be satisfied if you flip it. And if you work 9 hours, I means maybe with including the commute... And you learn three. Okay. The Mishnah Brewer said in his day already, the Nebuch learned only three to four hours a day. Halavai should all be in that level. <coughs> so the majority of the time is at work. But, although quantitatively, there may be more time at work than in learning Torah qualitatively the Torah is more significant one in terms of concentration and focus are you really focusing when you have your be it taf or your chavrusa or learning on your own should work hard to understand the holy Torah and number two in terms of Enthusiasm and excitement. What excites you? Going to the office where you're doing whatever you have to do, which is important, or going to the shir, coming to the shul. You know, when we make a siyum, we say three things on the mashkimim, on the amelim, and on the I believe that mashkimim represents quantitative get up early in the morning, you have an extra hour to learn. Amelim is focus and concentration. You're working hard to understand the Torah. And Rusim, you're running because you're excited about it. You know, if, in the, if you look in, this, in the street, so you find that people, when they're coming to uh, uh, shul, not always running. They're going to work. Mm-hmm. they're going to uh, a ball game everyone's running their, their that's where their focus is that's where, the, that's where their enthusiasm is when we say that we're running we're running the Diver Torah means we're enthusiastic about it it's not just how many hours we put in It's not even how much, how much concentration we put in how much enthusiasm and excitement we put in this is very very important This, therefore, is what I do versus what I am, the headline. What I do is I have a job. Accountant. What I am is a bentore. That's what defines me. But, there are a number of other subsets, which I haven't even begun to discuss yet family family some individuals work so hard and they're in the office so long that they have almost no time for their families they're almost absentee fathers some professions are more time consuming than others it used to be you went to the office from 9 to 5 now, in some professions, very often, lawyers—they work in very, very late hours. And even if you go home, in many professions, they expect you to carry your device with you and to be on twenty-four-hour call. They call you from who knows where. You have to answer right away. Where's, what about your family? What about your family? A person's primary responsibility in this world, if he's blessed with children, not everyone is, is, is blessed with, with a spouse or with children, but if you are, your responsibility is to raise them properly. Why did Hashem choose Avram Avinu to be the founder of our nation? You know, today is President's Day. It used to be called Washington's was birthday morning or the, the founding father of the, uh, of the United States of America, the American people. Founding father. Our founding father is Avraham Avinu. Why did Hashem choose him? Ki The man hashi Yitzav v'z'bonov v'z'beis <laughs> for derech Hashem. Avraham Avinu saw to it that his children, his family, would continue in his footsteps. And this imposes a similar responsibility on each and every descendant of Avraham Avinu to see to it that this glorious chain continues. This is our primary responsibility. Truth is, that as critical as the father's responsibility is, to spend time with his children, to serve as as an example for his children in Torah and Mitzvahs, the mothers have an even greater responsibility in this regard. In Igwis Moshe, Rabbi Moshe Feinstein, in Orachaim, Chelik Simon Memtes, he writes that training children to serve in the way of Hashem is the most important responsibility that a woman, a woman has been given as far as the Torah is concerned. And as far as Hashem is concerned, those were Moshe's words. Yes, for this reason, he says, a woman is exempted from the time dependent positive mitzvah, Grama, as we well know, because she's busy with other things, and from what I call the Time consuming mitzvah of Talmud Torah. It's supposed to be Yom of all the time. If a mercy writes that that's why women are exempt from these two important categories, as man and Talmud Torah, which is time consuming, it's for a reason. In the ideal world, it says for men and women, job, family. In an ideal world, as long as the family is growing, that should be the job. That's how it was, in my memory, not that old. Women, as long as the children were home, stayed home to take care of their children, to raise their children. This was considered, as Rav said, the most important job. Nowadays, I believe it's a, a fact that most women are working, even those who have small children at home and they're in a constant mode of juggling balancing attempting to apportion their time their strength, their concentration two jobs the job in the office and the job in the home some succeed perhaps along the lines of the Gemara their work in the home with the children which is the most important job for Hashem and Tarasso is Ikar and the Malachto, the work in the office is Aroy. whether it be by working fewer hours to be home for the children or whether it be by doing whatever can be done to spend what we call today quality time with children a risky phrase, but that's what we use today. And focus and concentration and enthusiasm. Raising children has this very challenging. In many ways it's much harder than the job in the office. But if a woman realizes that this is the most important job that Hashem and the Torah ask of her, she'll approach it in a different way. Seems to me it's up to us as Rabbonim and as members of the community to see to it that this option of the original role of a woman to be at home exclusively while her children are growing up must be maintained I'm not here to talk women out of pursuing careers but I feel that we dare not look down upon a woman who has established her primary career to raise her children herself. And not to give the children over to various caregivers as, 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 as good as they may be. I often uh, comment that I'm driving to yeshiva in front of my house. There's some places where people bring their children to various uh, nurseries and, and there's a veritable united nations of individuals who are wheeling in the strollers the various are walking the children into their, into their school because the, the mother's at home she went to work we know Chazal tells us that children is, is but at the same time God helps those who help themselves. We dare not somehow look down upon a woman who is go around the table, what do you do? I'm a doctor, I'm a lawyer, I'm a this, uh, what do you do? Oh, she's embarrassed to say that I am, I'm a full-time mother. Full-time wife, mother, housekeeper, whatever you want to call it. That's the, that's the highest job. So, and the option must be kept open we're not putting anyone else down very, very important we're going to usher in Rosh Chodesh Adar this week and we're going to say a pasuk. just the five words of juxtaposed:. Akeres Habayis aim Habonim smecho we have to see to it that it's still that way Shouldn't Halila be, she's not happy because she's not out there in the the world of uh, of business or whatever, careers. Every person has to have fulfillment in life. Some find fulfillment in their jobs. Some go to their jobs and they don't like it at all. They have no choice. They have to support a family. In the case of the quote job of a woman, it's critical that she feel this self-fulfillment. Self-actualization need not be in an office somewhere. Again, I'm not here to preach that it cannot be done. But the other option of the old-fashioned tradition must be maintained as a viable and laudatory option.
1: I'd like to discuss
0: a very sensitive topic. You know, the idea of going to work is not something which is new. The Gemara speaks about it in that same daft, bracha, and and In the context of the post, we say twice a day, is it an ideal, is it less than ideal? But the work was done on the farm. On the farm. Until fairly recent times, before the Industrial Revolution, most of worked on a farm. You worked on a farm. They worked very hard, manual labor, but they understood full well that their success can only come from Hashem. No rain, no crops. Simple. You are tarred Hashemayim below your motor. I apologize. And you are sunk. There's nothing to do about it. Nothing to be done. Nothing to be done. That's number one. That's how it was when they worked on the farm. Today, it's not so simple. Because today, people think that their parnasa comes from their hard work. Their hard work. What is their hard work? I'm in an office. I went to school. I have a graduate degree. I'm intelligent in my buying and in my selling and my clients and my this and my that. And it's hard to internalize the words of Chazal What do you mean? I've, i, I I've signed a contract I have a guaranteed income for the next five years what, 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 what? That dependency on Hashem which existed when they worked on farms is not appreciated these days which is a serious problem Very serious that's the fear. I do it. I work hard. I went to school. I got my job. I'm with the meritocracy in this country. I'm able to do whatever has to be done. It's a danger. It's a, it's a danger. And the second danger. When you worked on a farm, you worked primarily with members of the family. And that was it. Today, you work in an office, where an entirely different kind of spirit pervades. Unfortunately, not a positive one from the spiritual perspective. For example, there is a lack of modesty, perhaps unprecedented, certainly in recent times, and what's happening in these, let's call it the Manhattan offices, for lack of a better term, in dress, in speech, in action. My, my time I was working in a law firm, he told me he couldn't, couldn't go to get a drink of water in the water cooler because all he heard about was acts of immorality spoken explicitly Mark tells us about people Peh people call today off-color jokes or certain terms which are inappropriate Chas V'sholem, it could cause a person to lose his all of his Torah and mitzvahs and Af HaShomeh HaV'shozeh Shabbat Lamed Gimel if you hear it and you're, you're quiet you're part of the conversation and you don't say anything it's a kind of an acquiescence you can't do that you have to leave ideally you should say this is inappropriate if you can't do that you may lose your job so just leave don't sit around you should not be part of this kind of a conversation it's inappropriate you're not a bentorah you're not a bastorah that's your definition can't be part of such conversations can't dress that way if you're a woman and you can't look at those dressed that way if you're a man that's part of what a bentor and a bastar is and that's a very difficult to her now in, in offices which didn't exist in the old days in the farm chas <laughs> v'shalem to submit to the influence of the street and it's possible and these two horrors I just described are related to each other. Because if a person feels that his success, his income, is all based on his own hishtadlis, his own efforts, the kochiviyot sem yadi, will be more inclined to curry favor with fellow workers, certainly with someone who is a, a boss of some sort, which can include these kinds of involvements of which are inappropriate in, innuendos some as explicit some as uh, going to inappropriate places going to the after work parties that exist all throughout Manhattan where unfortunately people even drink lose their inhibitions, chalila there are marriages that are threatened by these kinds of activities which I can speak about firsthand. whereas a person realizes that whatever parnasah comes from Hashem doesn't feel that need to have all that uh, camaraderie and that fraternity which is really inappropriate and now, in a few minutes left community, Torah mitzvah is what defines me in order to withstand these temptations we need a community, we always need one, but how much more so today each and every member of a community should assist the other members. The strength in numbers. You're not one person going to an office somewhere surrounded by immorality. No! You're part of a community. This community stands for what's right. For Torah, for mitzvahs, for spirituality, for running away from immoral activities for being honest in your business for being covet to in the Torah the first two questions that a person is asked after 120 That's what the community stands for and you're part of a community you should realize it especially of the Rav this community is blessed with a very distinguished Rav who gives musser, which is what a is supposed to be doing some communities, they the rabbi on them, stop. No one knows one to listen. People in communities should be listening to the Musra of the Rav carefully. One who, who, who listens to criticism is able to, to accept it and to internalize it and to act on it. It's the highest level. The highest level. Only this way can a person go higher. In a spiritual life. Postak says, Lamaskil. Someone who has senses a mask goes trying to go up. Mishal so you shouldn't go down, it explains the villainagon. If you're not going up, you're going to go down. We are what's called mahalchem. Human beings are walking. We're either walking up or walking down. We're not standing in one place. Mahalchem. angels, they're omdim. Om Demael, they just stand in one place. We're not that way. If you don't go up, you're going down. And yes, since we understand the importance of the community, we have to be included in that illustrious group of Oskim Betzar To help the community, because the community helps all of its members, including you, and your family, and your neighbors, and your friends. And Torah mitzvahs is our very definition. We view, we we call ourselves "shomre Torah, Shomre mitzvahs. That's It's a person frum, as the word we use sometimes today. But the more accurate term is is shomer Torah mitzvahs. That's what defines us. Exactly so. And I want to add that although women are exempt from the all-consuming obligation that men have, all time-consuming. Nonetheless, women are obligated to know the halachas which pertain to them and to know hashkafa to know amuna. there are many things that women have to know as well thank God, the Rabbanim here speak to men and to women and give them the halachas that they need to know and the hashkafas that they need to know it's so, so important and yes, it's true <laughs> again, those of us who remember there's been a tremendous uptick in Talmud Torah in our communities Moshe or Dafyomim or general charusas and learning, it's gone up wonderfully. Wonderfully. And we should continue to encourage this. And there are those who say, ah, I don't understand the sheer. And if I, if I understand it, it's going to go in one ear and out the other. I'm not going to remember it. Chazal say, Medrishirashirim. A mushel. The king came and he told his servants to take barrels go to the ocean carry the barrels of water onto the beach and fill up a certain tanker king left and said I'll come back later in the day so after a while they realized that there are holes in the bottom of the barrels says the Medvesh Rabbah shim the silly one said this is insane they sat and sunned themselves on the beach the whole day the wise one said if the king told us to do it there must be a reason and all day long they're going to the ocean and their barrels and the the water comes in the water goes out a little bit gets into the tanker most of it falls king comes back and he says what are you guys doing? why are you your majesty you must have made a mistake there are holes in the barrels It's, it's pointless he says you don't understand my purpose was not to accumulate extra water in the tanker it was to cleanse the barrels as the salt water goes in and out of the barrels all day, has a cleansing effect. As I say, the Torah may go in one ear and out the other, but it cleanses what's in between. Of course you want to remember, but if you forget, you still have the, the benefit of the Torah purifying your mind. And, let's be honest, also keeping you out of trouble. Mayim Einbone. The Choshen Mishnah explained. Mayim is Torah. If there's no Torah, nature abhors a vacuum. All kinds of snakes and scorpions, which means evil thoughts and deeds can get into your mind. So important to maintain this idea of Torah learning to increase it as much as possible. I want to end. Mishnichnas Adar Few more days. It means we have to be not to be jealous of others, and not, even without others, not to want more than we have. Yaakov Ravimah said, "Yeshli kol, I have. What I have everything." Ester said, "Yeshli rov, I have a lot. I want more. If you want more, you'll never be happy. Can't possibly be happy." Part of the inability to be happy is because you're always imagining you want more. You have Mona, you want more. Say, Mazal Adar is dogim, fish. The Mephoshim explained explain that fish are under water, so we always say that the yidgul orov, the carav who come from Yosef where that bracha is found, there's no ena bisha, there's no, there's no ayin no hora, because you're not seen, you're under the water. But not only do you, do you, are you not seen, but you also don't see. The fish don't see over the water. So they, they don't have these chaloimahs, these demyoimahs, I want this, I want that, I want this, I want that. But so the ladder has dug him, because if you don't have these grand designs, plans, and imaginations, and fantasizations, you'll be a happy person, ma'vim v'simcha. You'll be happy with what you're doing, whatever parnasah you have, whatever job you have, be happy. You'll be devoted to your family, to your community to Torah and to mitzvahs. that is exactly what defines us that is what I am what I do is also important no question those who are working have to do it honestly with the understanding that the success comes from the Rabona Shalola imagination should not be as it is in the outside world but should be Adam el-Elyon is Adam el we, a holy nation, a nation of Shomrei, Torah, Mitzvahs, should not only focus on what we do, but who we are. What I am is not only what I'm focused on, but yes, even my dreams. What, what are my dreams? What am I looking forward to in life? That defines <coughs> what I am. May I sh- it be a Kodesh Baruch will that each and every one of us we'll define ourselves properly independently and, and as well as with respect to our job, our family, our community and if we do so may Hashem bless us all with Bonim and B'nai Bonim following in our footsteps Oskim B'torah vemitzos. Amen V'Amen